Welcome to the latest podcast from Greyfriars Church in Reading. Our vision is to see Reading transformed by the love and power of Jesus. You can find out more on our website, greyfriars.org.uk. Enjoy. I'm really excited to be here this morning. I realised the other day, this is the first time I've preached at Greyfriars, like in front of people, uh, which is very weird. So I'm used to there just being a camera. Uh, so I'm very excited. I'm excited that you're all here. Um, and we, everything's just very exciting at the moment, isn't it? The sun is shining today after a week of dreary weather. Um, but most importantly, I had a haircut this week, um, which is very exciting. I'm sure many people, I've never been more excited for a haircut in my life. Um, But as we've gone over the past year, we've seen glimpses of what kind of normality is going to look like, haven't we? You know, those sweet moments we get to spend with people outside our own household, even if it is outside under layers and layers of blankets trying desperately to keep warm. And it fills us, I don't know about you, but it fills me with hope. It fills me with excitement. We've got a taste of what life will hopefully look like after the 21st of June. That is, of course, depending on the data. And I don't know about you, but it really makes me want to get there now. And right now, we're in a place where, yeah, we have some freedoms, but maybe not quite all the freedoms we'd like. You know, as much as I love sitting outside while it's sunny, I really would just like the option to be able to sit indoors. You know, I don't want to have to worry about whether or not my Snow White-style skin can hack the sun. This morning, we're thinking about what it means for us to live as a kingdom community, what it means for us to live as a community that looks to and brings more of God's kingdom to earth. In the same way that we've been getting glimpses of normality over the past few weeks, we are called as the people of God to ask and to pray for more of God's kingdom, God's rule to come to this earth. We know that the kingdom isn't fully here yet. It's why we pray your kingdom come. We want to see God's kingdom here and God uses us to do that. And this is something for all of us. We all have a role to play in showing and bringing God's kingdom, God's rule to earth as a community. The only qualification you need is to believe in Jesus. It is as simple as that. So David left us on a bit of a cliffhanger last week, if you were here, saying that we should be praying for signs and wonders among us. And I'm here to pick up where he left off. It's almost like we planned it or something. Signs and wonders are supernatural events that point us to the coming kingdom. If you've ever read the book of Acts, the book we're in at the moment, the whole way through, you would have read of some crazy things happening through the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, people being healed, prison doors being flung open, even teleportation uh, in Philip's case. And these are all examples of what we call signs and wonders. And the result of these is always that people come to meet, to know, and to experience Jesus. Signs and wonders show us what life is like under the rule of God and they meet a need that can only be satisfied by his rule and his reign in our lives. Because when God's kingdom comes, when his kingdom is here, there is no more suffering. There's no more pain, no more poverty. Everything is put right and God fully reigns. And we want that day to come, right? Right? I can see some nods. I'll take that as a yes. These signs and wonders signpost us to that time. We know that one day that day will come where everything is put to right and they are evidence of that. And then they cause people around us to wonder at the power and the presence of God 
And they work almost like a doorway for us to invite other people into the kingdom themselves. Because signs and wonders meet a need that can only be satisfied by God's kingdom. Now as I talk about this, some of you are likely excited. You're used to this. Signs and wonders are totally in your wheelhouse. You'll pray for anything or anyone with a pulse. Um, It's just a key part of, of your discipleship is signs and wonders. But for others of you, you may have discounted yourself from this thinking maybe you're not quite holy enough to pray for signs and wonders. Maybe you've prayed once for healing and it's never really happened. Or, like me, you've simply forgotten they're a thing while we're in the pandemic. But I also just want to mention here that for some of us this is actually quite a difficult and quite a heavy topic. And we feel the weight of that this morning as a church family, don't we? You know, we've, we've prayed for healing for people over this last year and we've just not seen it happen. We want to stand together. We want to weep together, grieve together, mourn together. And it's one of the hardest parts of living in what we call the now, but the not yet. We know that some of God's kingdom is here. We're aware of that, but we know that it's not here fully. And we have to wrestle with those unanswered prayers. My hope and my prayer, though, for us as a community this morning is that we would be able to see the kingdom in whatever way it is, get those little kingdom glimpses in our grief and our pain. I believe it's important that we keep praying, we keep wrestling in prayer to see more and more of God's kingdom to come, and that we take any feelings of loss, of grief, of frustration to the Father and trust that there will be a day where he does make everything right. Because we all have a role to play in bringing glimpses of that day closer and closer, bringing God's kingdom to earth as a kingdom community. And if you're a follower of Jesus, if you call yourself a follower of Jesus, then this is for you. You're not exempt from this. We all have a role to play. So how do we do it? How do we grow in this as a community? Well, fortunately, the early church in Acts were pretty much experts at this, and they give us some clues. Uh, So I would argue that there are three things we need to know, which should come up on the screen behind me, hopefully. Um, So three things that we need to know that the kingdom is for all people. That's the first one on the screen. The other two is that the kingdom is for all circumstances. And most importantly, the kingdom is all for Jesus. So first of all, there you go, all three of them are on the screen now. There you go. So the kingdom is for all people. The kingdom is for all circumstances. And the kingdom is all for Jesus. So first of all, our first one is that the kingdom is for all people. The apostles publicly perform signs and wonders. Verse 12 of our passage today, if you've got it open in front of you, have a look. It tells us that the believers met in Solomon's colonnade. And this is an incredibly public place. It's part of the temple which was in Jerusalem and was basically the centre of all Jewish religious life. For Jewish people, the temple was where God lived. It was where his presence was with them. It would have been an incredibly busy place, sorry, filled with people coming and going. But the way that the temple was laid out meant it was limited in who could enter it. So a picture, I believe, is on the, on the screen now of the temple. Yep, there you go. So I want to point out two things to you. First of all, there is a section called the Court of the Gentiles. Hopefully a circle will come round it now. If not, it's kind of in the middle to the right. I hope you can all see it. It says Court of the Gentiles. Oh, there you go. It's circled now. Lovely. Um, if you were a Gentile, which means a non-Jew, that was as far as you were able to go into the temple. You couldn't get any further in. 
The centre part there, where I'm not going to try, where it says temple, I was going to pronounce the word at the bottom, that's, that's too long for a Sunday morning. Um, but that area is where Jews believed that God lived, where his presence was. So if you weren't Jewish, you couldn't get in. You also couldn't get into that centre part if you were unclean in any way, and that is a long list of things that I do not have the time to go through this morning. But, so Solomon's colonnade will hopefully be circled now, or Solomon's porch, as it says, there you go, beautiful, thank you very much, Renee and Julian. That part there, it's made up of giant pillars, and hopefully yet yeah, another picture will come up. We're all about the visual aids this morning. Um, they were giant pillars, beautiful. So that means that anybody walking past could see in. If you were just walking past the temple, if you were in the temple, regardless, you could be publicly seen by all of that. They didn't position themselves in the centre part of the temple where only the Jews and only the perfect Jews could enter. They were public in their proclamation and in their signs and wonders. Thanks, tech team. Great. The early church specifically put themselves in a place where anybody could get to them. Both people walking past, just doing their daily errands, or people going into the temple. They were there to show that regardless of whether or not you were a Jew or a Gentile, the kingdom was for you. They performed their signs and wonders there where everyone could see them to show that God wasn't just in that inner court, but that he was everywhere. Now, verse 13 in our passage today, again, if you've got it open, have a look. It's a bit of a strange one because it tells us that some people dared not join the apostles. And the consensus is, 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 is that that was referring to the big religious elites who, you know, didn't want anyone except them like them in the kingdom. They stuck their noses up at these people performing signs and wonders. How dare they do them? How dare they do them where anybody can access them? But regardless of what they thought, the apostles were still highly regarded by the people. And more and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. Because signs and wonders exist to bring people in, to show a kingdom where all are welcome. It might be messy, and other people might turn their noses up at us when we do it. But ours all are welcome in the kingdom. We need to be bold in praying for signs and wonders where all people can see. And as they are for all people, the kingdom coming might look different depending on different people. And that leads me on to point two. And that is that the kingdom is for all circumstances. I think when we think of signs and wonders and things like this, we tend to jump straight to physical healings. And that's okay, but if we do that, I think we're kind of trying to limit the kingdom accidentally. It is true that the vast majority of the accounts that we read of signs and wonders are physical healings. You know, just look at verse 16 in our passage today, for example. And that was because at the time of Jesus, if you had some form of physical condition, there was serious stigma attached to it. You know, it was believed that either you or your parents had committed some really horrific sin and that your physical condition was punishment because of that, which is worth saying right now, that's not true. And so many of those with disabilities lived in cases of desperate poverty and found themselves outside of society and even outside of the worship of God. And so many would have been desperately searching for a cure, as we see in the narratives that we read. When somebody was being physically healed, more was taking place than just that healing. People were being freed from something that caused them to be marginalised and at the bottom of the social pile. As signs and wonders are anything that points to the coming of God's kingdom, a place where justice is done, where there is no more pain and no more poverty, more is taking place than just physical healings in these accounts. 
And let's not forget that Jesus wasn't limited to physical healings. He multiplied bread and fish. He had prophetic conversations with people. He even controlled the weather at one point to show his disciples that he was greater than the storm around them. We need to be praying for the kingdom reign to come in whatever way it is needed. Some people might need and want physical healing. That's great. And there are also going to be some people with disabilities who won't want physical healing. And it's important we respect that. But there are others might want cycles of poverty broken or relationship restoration or emotional breakthrough. All of these things, anything that shows the coming kingdom is a sign and a wonder. You will all have areas in your life where the kingdom reign is needed. So where are they? What could a sign or a wonder look like in your situation? What big, crazy, bold prayers can you be praying to see the kingdom come in your life and the lives of people around you? You know, could it be somebody who needs physical healing or could there be another way that the kingdom can break through? But whatever you pray, pray it in the name of Jesus. And this is where we land today, that the kingdom is all for Jesus. Jesus was the ultimate master of signs and wonders. If the need presented itself in a hungry crowd, Jesus multiplied bread and fish. If there was a blind man crying out to be able to see, Jesus gave him sight. And if there was a woman trying to find her worth in relationships with men, Jesus was able to tell her that without even knowing her and offer her true satisfaction in him. In all of his signs and wonders, Jesus was bringing more of God's reign, of God's kingdom to earth. He was showing people how the kingdom affects their day-to-day life and meets their every need. He wasn't just doing it to show off or show how extra holy he was. He performed signs and wonders to show the coming kingdom and to show who he was. And if we are to live as his followers, we are called to do the same. Jesus repeatedly sends out his disciples to go and heal the sick and to do the things that he did. To be his followers means to follow in the way of signs and wonders, of praying for people and asking the kingdom to come in their lives. And Jesus gave his followers authority and power to do just that. If we look at John 14, 12, very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father. It's whoever believes in him. That is the only qualification you need to pray for signs and wonders. You need to believe in Jesus. But we need to remember that we are not Jesus. Now, for people who know me well, you'll know that I love like weird personality quizzes. I love icebreaker questions. I like weird little glimpses into people's personalities. Um, And one of my favorite icebreaker questions is actually a question I'm going to pose to Pete Wilmot because I think Pete has an answer to this question. Pete, if you were a superhero, which superhero would you be? You'd be Thor. That's a strong answer. Anybody else want to admit which superhero they'd be? We've got Thor so far. Anyone else willing to confess? No, everyone in church is too shy. That's okay. Now, because I am a huge nerd and all of my friends around me are also huge nerds, this question is often quite controversial. You don't want to be around my group of friends and say that you would most like to be Batman. Because is Batman a superhero? He doesn't have any superpowers. He's just incredibly ripped and rich. You know... (laughs) 
there is a huge temptation when it comes to signs and wonders that we make ourselves out to be the superheroes, that we're the ones with all the power, but we don't. We don't have any powers ourselves. I can't heal anyone by myself or know every detail about your life by myself. You know, no matter how much money I have or how hard I try, I can't do it. And I hate to break it to you, but none of you can either. We're just ordinary people, and so were the apostles, just people who found themselves following Jesus. There was nothing special about them except one thing. They had the Holy Spirit in them. They knew Jesus and that he was the one with all power and authority. It was the presence of God in them that enabled them to perform these signs and wonders. The apostles always pray, always commanded signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. So we do anything in his name because it's all for and because of him. It's all for his glory and for the sake of his kingdom. The apostles knew this. They knew that signs and wonders weren't for their glory or their fame, that it was all for Jesus. Notice verse 14 of our passage. More and more men and women believed in the Lord and were added to their number. Not more and more men and women believed in Peter or John or Philip. They believed in the Lord. They clearly weren't just healing people and then walking off. They weren't just laying hands and going, all right, mate, and then walking off and getting a coffee or anything like that. They were telling people the gospel. They were showing them Jesus. Because Jesus is the way to the kingdom. He is the reason we are able to call ourselves a kingdom community. Part of being a kingdom community is going back to what John Freeman said at the start of this series, that we are here to tell people the good news of Jesus. If we just do signs and wonders but then not remind people of the gospel, I think we're missing the point of them. They are there to sign us and point us to the kingdom and to cause people to wonder at the goodness of God in it. We need to remember that the kingdom is for all people, not just our little holy huddle. We are to pray big public prayers that anyone can see. It is for all circumstances, for people who need healing physically, but also emotionally, who need freedom from poverty, pain, suffering, anything like that. And it is all for Jesus, all for his fame, to bring more and more of his kingdom to earth through the power of the Holy Spirit in us. And when our prayers go unanswered, we know there will be a day when his kingdom fully comes and we can hope in his comfort and his presence with us now.